Welcome to Standoff, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine which stand is objectively the best. My name is Kingdom, and I use he/him pronouns. My name is Cat, and I use she/her pronouns. In moving through the bracket, we're going to be looking at six criteria rated A through E to inform our decisions. These are appearance. What's the stand look like? Ability. What does the stand do? Versatility. How much can the stand do with the abilities it has? Understandability. How easy it is to get what the stand does with the abilities it's got. Reference. Whatever the stand's name is referring to. Uh, And X Factor. Just how much we fucking like the thing. In this round of the bracket, we're going to be looking at stands 99% in a vacuum from their user, except for, like, reference, because it might have to do with the user. You know how it be. Yeah, we're going to be spoiling all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure forever. Forever. All of it. Mm-hmm. The fan parts, yes. Yo, remember that time in Radiant Sunflowers when... <laughs> remember that time when I said that it would be done by a certain point and it wasn't, because I... And bad at right. I wrote another thing. I want to show you that later. Cut that out. But I wanna, <laughs> remind me to show you that. Okay. We are all depressed. Yeah, that. I have a severe caffeine addiction. <laughs> oh, and if you can't tell, we're in the same room again. So. Yeah. Um, I think last episode we said that we were going to be um, recording the next one immediately after. And... We definitely didn't. This is a week later. <laughs> we definitely drank a lot of White Claw. We definitely got really drunk. <laughs> I tried to keep up with Kingdom, and he's like five inches taller than me <laughs> and a lot bulkier, and so I blacked out and I'm died. Like six two and 250 pounds. Yeah. I'm fine. Enough about me, though. Let's talk about Zipperman. Enough about me. Let's talk about Sticky Fingers versus D4C and Crazy Diamond versus Hey Ya. These are good matchups. These are fucked up matchups. Yeah, the thing is, whenever it's a good matchup, we're like, God damn it, we gotta think now. <laughs> yeah, we gotta turn our brains on. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about Sticky Fingers' appearance or D4C's appearance? I like D4C. I, I did D4C's appearance last time, didn't I? Yeah, and I don't want to talk about the ability again. So let me tell right. you what. No, yeah, tell that me means what's... I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sticky Fingers is a humanoid stand of heightened builds similar to the user, like all humanoid stands. Um, the entirety of its face above its mouth is hidden by a helmet-like covering with a row of sharp spikes along the top of it, where the bridge of the nose would be toward the back of the head. It goes up in the middle of his head. Yes. It looks like Pepsi Man. <laughs> it's covered in a dark blue bodysuit, though its chest and abs are exposed. It looks like Pepsi Man. It looks. <laughs> it has what looks like uh, padded armor over its shoulders, wrists, arms, knees, and feet, and zippers of varying sizes hanging from its neck, abdomen, back of the hands, and top of its feet. And it's gray and white and blue. Obligatory foot joke. Obligatory foot joke. Obligatory Pepsi Man joke. I already said Zipper Man. We're on a roll. We got this. We are. Shout out to the Argonauts ARG where Pepsi Man killed an NPC. That's good. Mm-hmm. It was, it was pretty dope. That's content. Yeah. We should do an ARG. <laughs> we should. I think we need money for, like, web hosting and stuff if we're going to do an ARG. I think I mean we should finish the ARG we already started. <laughs> <laughs> you already have all the clues. Go find it. <laughs> 
God, we're just ripping off a joke from a Bim Bam now. I don't know what that is. My brother and my brother and me. I know, but every time I see someone write that, I'm like, Bim Bam, Bim Bam, <laughs> start laughing. Um, hey, Sticky Fingers looks cool as hell. It does. Part 5 stands look cool. Part 5 humanoid stands look cool. He got zippers. He had zippers, but so is Bukirati. Oh, we, we aren't talking about Bruno Mars. I know, but they both got the zippers. They do both have the zippers. I wonder why they have the zippers. We talk about that ability. We'll get there. Um, I think it's an A for appearance. I think it's real good. Yeah, it's real good. Everyone makes the, zip- the Pepsi Man joke, but it still looks cool. Does everyone make the Pepsi Man joke? I thought I was being unique and cool. We'll give it an A for appearance and we'll move on to ability. <laughs> so, you know, you know how it got zippers? All over it, body. Yeah, so Sticky Fingers is a close-range power-type stand with excellent strength and speed, but its main ability is that it can create zippers on any surface it touches. It can create zippers all the way through objects, which allows it to disassemble structures and even take apart people. The severity of zipper disassembly of people is unclear, as in some cases, being disassembled prevents blood and oxygen flow, killing the person, essentially, and in another instance, a decapitated head is kept alive with no issue. This can be made a permanent attack by canceling the zipper while the parts are separate, which results in a severing cut. Objects can also be connected with the zippers, and since the zipper is physically open and close, the user can grab the zipper's handle and be pulled along as they automatically move. And finally, if a zipper isn't put all the way through an object, it can be opened into a void-like space tied to that location in which objects and people can be stored or hidden. Zipper space. Zipper space. Hey, remember Nut King Call? Yeah. This is cooler. Yeah. I think so. It's very much cooler. I didn't I, draw the connection until just now, but yeah. I mentioned it in the Nut I, I get. I don't think. I get a dread feeling that in the Nut King Call episode, I said Nut King Call was cooler than Sticky Fingers, and now I'm making a fool of myself. It's definitely not. It's definitely not. And Maybe aesthetically, but not like. One more? Aesthet- Maybe aesthetically. Okay. <laughs> but not actually. <laughs> okay, you said that real funny the first time. Oh. I don't think you're right. And, and what is this podcast besides us just making fools of ourselves? Obviously. Obviously. Uh, yeah, it's a good ability. I think it's a solid A. What? What would I use sticky fingers for? No. That would be versatility. Why would... I'm thinking there's a, there's a universe in which they never have Coco Jumbo and they just use sticky fingers void instead. Is that wrong? I... Hmm. Couldn't they just, like, have a suitcase and then put the, the zipper void on it and then just keep shit in there? Because presumably it's a void, like, it's infinite. And he hides in there before, like, you know people can be in there. That is true. I, hmm. Fucked up question. What's the point of Coco Jumbo? No, he's cute. Well, now that you say it, he doesn't fucking matter anymore. Um, so they can make the where do I pee joke. I think it's a comfort thing. Like if you're the boss of a mafia, you want your goons to travel in comfort, you Ooh, know, luxury instead of <laughs> in a void. <laughs> uh, is it what's the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card? The Yami. I'm making Yu-Gi-Oh card references constantly now. It's okay. the field card that, that buffs dark types. I think it's Yami. No, that's the dude in the Millennium Puzzle. Yeah, they have the same name because it means darkness, I think. It does. I think. That's why Blackbeard's Devil Fruit is called the Yami Yami No Me, like so... we talked about last time. <laughs> We're hacks. <laughs> we suck shit, yeah. That is it, it's Yami. Nice. I will show you an, an image of what I'm referring to. 
Um, <laughs> listeners, just Google Yami Yu-Gi-Oh card. But yeah, it's it's just that. It is that. It's just a void. But instead of like the weird swirly blue in in JoJo's, it's weird swirly pink. Nice. It's more of a magenta. All right. <laughs> if I'm gonna be pedantic about it, which I am. Yeah, I I don't think that its usage over Coco Jumbo is anything towards its ability or against its ability. No, I just wanted to point that out because I thought That's of it fair. just now. That's basically all I do in the show, pointing things out because I just just think about it. It's pretty woke. That's nothing. Where do you get the ability? <laughs> an A. Yeah, it's an A. It's really useful. It's, I think versatility is an A too. Yeah. With having, like, hammer space and, like, infinite storage, potentially, we don't know the limits of it. Yeah. And, like, imagine you're in your bedroom, right? Okay. And you want to go downstairs. Okay. And you want to get, like, some Cheetos or something. You can just fall through the floor. You can just fall through the floor, and then while you're laying on the floor, you can just make a zipper open from you to the pantry, and then you can just hold on to it and be dragged along the floor to it. And then you can just do the same thing back up the stairs. I don't think falling through the floor is a necessary part of that. You could just do that from the beginning, but I get what you're saying. You could. Well, it's it's quicker, right? You could fall through the floor and hurt your knee and be <laughs> really upset. <laughs> yeah, you could do a lot with it. And, like, you can replace your arm with another arm. <laughs> he did do that. He did do that. Remember when he fell into a bunch of people and then, and then he was hiding inside of them? Yeah, fuck you. Jonah, which one am I hiding inside of? The one time he was a villain. Yeah, I turned your tooth into a fly. <laughs> now it's gonna I rewatched that recently with my friends, and it was good. It's pretty good. Um, so yeah, versatility is an A, and I think understandability is also an A. I would disagree. Why? Because it has the inconsistencies of when it disassembles people, is that hurting them, or are they just fine? You're right. Because Mario Zucchini, his name is Mario. Mario Zucchini. Mario Zucchini. Um, his head was chopped off, and that's where we got the torture dance. But he had no ill effects of having his head chopped off when, like, a lot of other times when people, like, Bruno broke himself into pieces, and he was, like, at risk of dying. Yeah. Yeah. Who can, who can say? So I guess that brings it down to a B. Yeah, at least. I think a B is still good. It's fine. Um, yeah, so a B for understandability. What's the reference? I need you to tell me right now. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, it's the album sti- <laughs> My brain stopped working. The reference for Sticky Fingers is the album Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. I like Rolling Stones a lot. Eh. Wow. We We've talked about we them have. before. Did we, didn't, did we talk about Rolling Stone? Yeah. Um. What was the fucking album? Rolling Stone. No, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to use my big brain. I tried to it a little, little bit ago. My brain broke. So, Bad Company? No. That's by Bad Company. There's an album. Um, Sticky Fingers isn't, like, one of their best albums. Right. But it's still good. Rolling Stone's good. They're fine. It was, like, all right. You know? I give it a C. You give it a C? Oh, really? I also gave it a C. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a high C, you probably a low C. Damn, you're Fruit Punch? Yeah. It's pretty cool. That stuff makes me sick. Why? Because I think it's like either a fake sugar or like a coloring in it, but it makes me feel ill. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. I'm just being honest with the listeners, you know? We all appreciate it. But yeah, a C, I guess, is the reference. Yeah, we agree on the C. And X-Factor's an A, because it's good. 
Oh, that's what it was. Tattoo You. Tattoo You. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking about Rolling Stone. That's a better album. It and is. a better stand. Hot take. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's true. It's true to me. Damn, cool Scientology reference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to any Scientology listeners that we have. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be listening to this. And you're wrong. <laughs> and you're wrong. <laughs> that's true. I'll take the hot take of being against Scientology. In Put your money in the bank, not into what the dude. What's the dude's name? Miscavige. I don't know. It's a it's a cult that the their books are written by a literal science fiction writer. Yeah, it's like how do you even? I don't know. It's just how it be sometimes. I'm sorry for like big braining on everyone. But <laughs> Scientology's bullshit. I don't think that's a hot take. That's my hot take of the day. When I go to L.A., should I go join Scientology for the bit? <laughs> you go. Go to the, go to the, like, the, whatever building you can find. Well, the L.A., the L.A. Science Center. Go to the receptionist and be like, how much is a monthly subscription? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, do I get to tell you what D4C looks like? Yeah. Thank fucking God. D4C, also known as Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, also known as Filthy Acts at a Reasonable Price, also known as Malfeasances Performed... For a price equal to or less than. I don't remember what the fuck I named that episode title, but it was good. Yeah. D4C is a humanoid stand with large upright horns that look like bunny ears. It has what looks like a mask over its mouth, which is held on by stitching. The stitching persists all over its body and is pink. They wind up giving it the look of leather stitched together and its body is colored baby blue. Baby blue? Baby blue bunny boy. I'd see it more as white. I'm just saying what the wiki said. It's like shaded blue. Like, it's blue tinted, but it's more white than blue. It's a very pale blue. Yeah, how about that? Sure, I'd say white, but whatever. Okay. What do you think about what D4C looks like? I love it. I'm a huge fan. I know you love it, but it's not much. It is. It looks cool and it's unique, and it's got the pink stitching and the hearts and the big bunny ears. That's why it looks unique, but Iraqi said he just did that... So it looks unique, not for any actual reason. Right, because it doesn't look that unique without the ears. It's just Killer Queen 2. Did we ever talk about um, how it looks when it is dying? (laughs) When its face breaks off? When it's fucked up. I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts as bullshit. (laughs) It breaks apart and it's got like, like robot metal face and it looks cool. Yeah. It looks scary, because normal D4C is, like, elegant and, like, ooh, I'm powerful. And then when it gets fucked up, it's like, eh. It's like, fuck, I'm a thousand years old now. Yeah. D4C. I think it's a B, Kingdom. I'm mad at you for saying that, but sure. Sure. C? You don't care that much about it. (laughs) Don't say C. You're not giving it a C. No, S-E-E, like C. You acquiesce that easily. I care immensely. And now I gotta talk, tell you what it does. Can you? It sure is a lot. It's a lot, but it's not like a lot. Tell, tell me about D4C's ability. We've already talked okay. about it, so feel we've free talked to- about it. Number one, just like Z- Zipperman and a lot of other stands we talk about, it's a close range power type stand, so it's real fast and real strong, and it punch a lot. It punch good. And D4C's, I think we talked about this before, but its ability kind of changed throughout part seven because Araki wasn't like totally sure what it would do. But basically, it allows the existence of parallel worlds and dimensions. 
first, let's talk about the concept of parallel universes. Well, let's talk about parallel universe theory. No, fuck, fuck off. Oh, I was quoting that Mario 64 video, the half A press one. I have no idea what you're talking about. I know what we're doing after this. All Continue. Right. Um... The user of D4C can visit and interact with the other worlds, with the other dimensions. And the user can travel b- travel to the other worlds by putting themselves between two objects, which is the, the coolest version of that, is to have a, an American flag fall on top of him, and he's between the American flag and the floor. That's very good. It's so cool. It's a cool aesthetic. And it like, looks... Uh, whatever. Uh, only a very small amount of the user needs to be... Uh, closed in or between the two things for it to activate the user can then reappear in the original dimension from seemingly any point the user can force another individual into another world by closing them in the same way but if the same person meets their parallel version self of them if if one person gets put into a parallel dimension and they meet themselves they like collide and squish together and explode and die yeah they turn into we mentioned it the first time it's called a menger sponge it's a type of fractal cube yeah but that doesn't mean much to anyone so <laughs> they collide and squish together and die fractals are cool yeah but nobody knows what a menger sponge is off the top of their it, head you can google it <laughs> nobody googles anything damn you're right um but the user doesn't get affected by that he can meet himself and that's a main thing he does is whenever he gets injured he's like all right i'm out <laughs> Bring in another me, which is cool as hell. Okay, Miss Fritz. <laughs> okay, Miss Fritz, I'm head out. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it for the base D4C. You want to talk about D4C Love Train? I'm gonna... Uh, fuck you, okay. I-, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Please tell me about it. D4C Love Train is an evolved ability of D4C. It stems from the man- manipulation of the complete holy corpse, and in part of Jesus. It's from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and in part, the stand bestows upon another individual ticket to ride, which is another stand, whatever. Uh, Love Train is, however, an ability of D4C. D4C enters a pocket dimension, emitting from the other stand user via its dimension hopping ability. Uh-huh. Basically, it makes a wall of light mm-hmm. that anything... Bad coming toward D4C or its user gets redirected somewhere else. Right. And it's like paper thin. So he's only able to take advantage of it in that way because he can use his ability to slip right in there. Yeah. Like if you shoot at him, it'll go through the wall of light and then the bullet will like go hit some farmer across town. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's fucked up, dude. But I mean, it works. It pretty. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Anything that's perceived as neutral like trees or the ocean or the state of new jersey somehow Mm -hmm. which i don't think is neutral the state of new jersey is pretty aggressive but we'll let it slide (laughs) let it slide um they move towards the individual emitting love train and these positional shifts tend to benefit the user and um with that wounds are considered neutral not like wounds from george joestar but like cuts and stuff i still think it's it's wounds i always think of it as wounds that's fine we'll fight about it on the patreon yeah if you're attacked it causes your wounds to like move towards your heart but a d4c has to leave love train to be able to position itself so that it moves properly but it can turn like a cut on your finger into a fatal heart lesion it's so fucking it basically makes the user in like all intents and purposes the center of the universe yeah anything good or neutral goes toward you in order to try to benefit you, and everything bad gets redirected away from you. 
The only downside is that you get pulled along with the wall of light. So if you're trying to do something and it gets moved, you just kind of swoosh right along with it. And the other downside is when a giant pink elephant chain boy goes chumi me and rips through your wall of light. Okay. Oh, yeah. We never talked about Love Train for the reference last time because we're dumbasses. No, because I'm still adamant that Love Train isn't really part of D4C and it's more part of Ticket to Ride. Right, which we will talk about separately, Yeah, I think. We will. We could talk about Love Train a little bit. Well, we did. Oh, the song. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it in reference. Brain broken. Okay, yeah. So let's continue. Ability uh, for D4C. It's an A. It's an easy A. And so is versatility. Yeah. Like, um, here's the deal. Yeah. Fucking, if you want to go to Five Guys... <laughs> And you go, and it's closed, and you're like, fuck. You go to a different I wanted universe. a burger. You go to a different universe for Five Guys, it's open 24 hours, and you get a fucking burger. And then you stay there, because that's objectively <laughs> better. We should get sponsored by Five Guys. <laughs> we should. We should go again and tweet at them that <laughs> Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people... I've seen people in the past talk about how... The user of D4C switches out with himself, but then that new self kind of already is aware of everything. But I think it's pretty easy to accept that he already went to all the other universes and was like, hey, this is a situation. I might tag you in. Right. Or because D4C is one's will and soul, it could be assumed that the memory is stored in the soul in the JoJo's universe. Or that. Oh, we should also mention anytime that... Uh, the user switched out with another version of the user. D4C goes with that. Right. And he can switch users. And there's only one D4C throughout all the universes. And it's tied to the central universe, which is the one where Mormonism is canon. Where Jesus' corpse exists. Well, no, here's the thing. Jesus' corpse could exist in all the other universes. It's just not a big deal. <laughs> he just didn't go and die in America, which is what <laughs> happens in Mormonism. So part seven isn't the only universe with Jesus. It's the only one where Jonas Joseph Smith was right. We already talked about Scientology. We're not talking about Mormons. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Standability is an A versus is an A. Understandability sucks. It's only... Uh, we talked about it the first time. I'm going to talk about the fucking Who Shot Johnny Joestar arc again. It doesn't matter if Rocky didn't know what he was doing with the ability. That was confusing as shit to read, and it sucks the first time you're reading part seven. It's like, it's compared a lot to the the Bokirati punching himself with King Crimson. I'm saying mm-hmm. Emperor Crimson. But it's like, it was intentionally confusing, and it was he was, I imagine he was planning on being like, explaining it over time and being like oh now it makes sense but it was intentionally confusing then he changed how it works so it never made sense right yeah d4c originally did something else and then yeah i think it was originally with like one other alternate dimension and like it was very much more um it was more closed off in what it could do but other dimensional Funny Valentine's also had D4C. Or something like that. That makes sense. Sure. I think <laughs> Whatever. It, it makes as much sense as fucking Scary Monsters making candelabras. It was the same arc. Yeah. Yeah. Part 7 doesn't make sense. I think understandability is a D. It's unfortunate, but yeah. You're right. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about the reference this time. You can do it. Dirty deeds. Dun, dirt, cheap. 
dirty deeds done dirty. <laughs> That's good audio. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. ACDC. Um, Funny Valentine is a descendant of ACDC in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure universe. That's not true. It is true. Um, yeah, it's good. It is. I, talk about that. I think I gave it a C last time. That's fucked up. I gave it a B this time. It's better. I give it an A. Yeah, I figured. But we should also talk about Love Train. Uh, love, love Train. Love yeah, train. the beer commercial. Yeah, that's also good. Yeah, like, Love Train isn't necessarily D4C's ability. It it's is something it does, but yeah, it's sticking I'm, to rise. I'm adamant that it shouldn't even be on... I guess it should be on the D4C wiki page, but it's ticket to rise ability. Right. It's... Listed there because it's something only D4C could do with it in that way. But I imagine Ticket to Ride could boost any stand somehow. Right. Like, Bukarati, since this is the matchup, could probably do the same thing. Theoretically, yeah. It would take a lot more conscious effort, but yeah. What? You just put a sticker in the wall, a sticker, a zipper in the wall of light, and you slip right in. Oh, in the wall of light? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I thought you meant like. He could use zippers to redirect any no, like, bad thing, which he could. Like, Sticky Fingers could probably manipulate Love Train in the same way. Sure. Or maybe it would manifest differently. Right. But could make zippers. Anyway, Dirty Deeds, Undercheap, and, Bo- and Love Train are both good songs. They are. I give still them an a, a B. Fuck you, it's an A. Okay. Fuck you, it's a B to me. And X Factor's an A. D4C's good. D4C's awesome. One of the best main antagonist stands. My opinion, the best. You ready for Sticky Fingers to lose? No. It has to. Does it? Yeah. Why? It only got zippers. D4C only has alternate universes. (laughs) D4C has alternate universes, which gives access to a really easy way to kill enemies. Um, Potential to... Uh, replace yourself with a more like a better version of yourself. Basically, instantly full, instant full heal. In RPG terms, um, I'm not. I'm not even gonna count Love Train for this. Uh huh. The cool American flag aesthetic, which you could do with any flag, including a trans flag. Yes, I'm getting brownie points from that. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> yes, I am. Fuck you. Yeah, but with sticky fingers. You have a lot of ways to kill people. You you can heal your wounds. Sort of ways to kill people because sometimes it doesn't. Well, no, because, like, if he wanted to do that, he could just do that and then cancel the zipper and then you'd just be decapitated. That's a moot point in this case. Um, you can heal your own wounds by zipping them back together. You can travel very quickly. You can attach objects. You can detach objects. It offers a lot of mobility in the real world. Like, dying and passing your soul onto another version of you is not an ideal situation. It's useful, but that sucks shit. Yeah, but if you... But it's not like Sticky Fingers' specific way of healing is very... Like, you can heal... You can close wounds. You can close cuts. Mm-hmm. But if you if you get, like, shot... You're shot. Ain't no zipper gonna fix that. Why not? Why can't you zip the bullet hole? Because bullet bullets go shot. through you. Zippers aren't deep. Do you make? T- he could probably stands can go into people's bodies. Yeah, but you gotta zip them that, and then and then your and then your lungs and then your bones. 
Right, but you have a chance to you yourself continue to exist. If you're D4C, you're just like, okay, I guess I'm dead. Time to go to the next chump. But it fits better with the character of Funny Valentine because it's it's about his ideals and him pushing his will and dreams on the world and it doesn't matter him himself doesn't matter he get, he can get killed and tortured thousands of times but his drive and his passion lives on through D4C yeah but but Bruno he sticks everyone together cuz they're a family <laughs> <sighs> and yeah we do no characters but it fits in the in the symbology of the stand itself We're hypocrites. What can we say? We're hypocrites, but I'm right. Um. Okay. You'd rather have D4C than you'd rather have Sticky Fingers. Yes. D4C stronger. I think Sticky Fingers could beat D4C in a fight. That's a hot take. So here's what happens, right? I think... Yeah, let me go through this. Let me see if I can sway you at all. If not, I may acquiesce. But, so, to move somebody to another universe and effectively... One of its main ways of killing people, as shown in canon, D4C has to close you between two objects, correct? Mm-hmm. The only way it could do that to Sticky Fingers is to 100% catch it by surprise, because Sticky Fingers could just zip the object in half, or make a void in the object and just slide right into it. In fact, Sticky Fingers could fucking be pressed between something, open a zipper into the void space in it, and just have the void space pressed down into it. And go into the void space and then pop out and fucking kill Funny Valentine. But wouldn't the void space be already considered in between things? And wouldn't the definition of opening a zipper is to open a space between things? That's different. It's not. It is because that's an open space. It doesn't matter. You're not being closed. You are entering a region. You gotta tell me that D4C isn't as cool as fucking Sticky Fingers as Zipperman. D4C isn't as cool as Zipperman. It's fucking Zipperman. He's got zippers. He's got zippers and they're cool as hell. If Sticky Fingers were here, he would zip your mouth shut and he would win. Okay. When is... I'm gonna look at the bracket real quick. Mm-hmm. I need to refer to the bracket. I want to find where we talk about... Ticket to Ride. It's in a few episodes. Not that far away, actually. It's a couple. At least three Ticket to Ride minimum. versus Civil War. Okay. Ooh, that'll be a fun one. Oh, and then it's against either Gold Experience or Killer Queen Part 8. <laughs> That's not fair. That's how it be. That means we have to do Gold Experience versus Killer Queen Part 8. <laughs> oh, shit. That's going to be tight. Okay. No, wait, 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 wait. This isn't I'm, good content. No, it is, because I'm preparing to concede. Okay. But I'm finding a new best boy. Okay. That's my situation. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I think that's fine, because, all right, I'm now the underdog, because the world lost, and now <laughs> D4C loses. <laughs> what the fuck's Z-Moon against next? I'm going <laughs> to shit all over you. I think we're nice matchup's gonna be good. We're we're enemies now. I want you to know we're enemies now. I'm glad. I'm glad. Sea moons against Adam. Wait, where did that? 
Yeah, I wait. Look at the next one. I haven't updated it in a bit. Did Yo-Yo Yo-Yo Ma beat Doctor Wu? Yeah. So it's Simon versus Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> so Yo-Yo Ma. That's not even fair. <laughs> Why are your matchups so easy? <laughs> Uh, Let's hear. So, Sticky Fingers beats D4C. Fine. Let's both together hold hands and choose a new favorite in this matchup of Crazy Diamond versus Hey Ya. I refuse. (laughs) Because if I'm accepting this loss, I will not accept to lose in this one because I know which one I want to win. I think we already talked about this. If you're changing it. I'm not changing. I just don't remember what you said. (laughs) Alright, let's fucking Let's talk about on. Crazy Diamond. Let's talk about Crazy Diamond. I'm sorry I'm lamenting the death of my son, of my bunny rabbit boy. I just crossed myself. When are we going to do the Radiant... Oh, I gotta finish Radiant So Far, <laughs> then we do the bracket for it, right? Yeah, that- <laughs> that's how that works, it's yeah. It's only a third of the way done. Yeah. Shout out to Z for doing art for the next big character stand. Crazy Diamond is a tall, muscular humanoid stand. It's clad... <laughs> Hold on. It's Crazy Diamond versus Hayak. Go yeah. ahead. Crazy Diamond's a tall, muscular humanoid stand. It is clad in a tall helmet, part of a mask, which sometimes resembles a Corinthian helmet, uh, and armor-like plates on many large surfaces of its body. Cables connect the back of its head to its upper back. It has a heart motif on the top of its head, its chin, shoulders, abs, knees, and belt. It has pairs of short spikes protruding from each shoulder and each ankle. It is most commonly portrayed as bubblegum pink colored flesh and light blue or silver armor. Crazy Diamond's an A. Crazy Diamond looks cool. Crazy Diamond's cool as hell. I like its big dumb heart jutting out of the top of its head. It, yeah, that's like, it's perfect for an action figure. Yeah. Let me tell you what Crazy Diamond does. We didn't even rate it. Did we? I didn't rate it. I said it's an A. I, I said it's an A too. Now now do the debility. Yeah. Dude, I'm fucking good at this. <laughs> I feel like we really lost it after that fight. Because I'm... <laughs> I'm a little torn up. You're hurting? Yeah. My heart hurts. Maybe, maybe in the future we'll 294 note streak it and bring it back. <laughs> No, let it die. Let it rest. <laughs> okay. Infinite That's spend. So it's called. It's let it rest. <laughs> Here's my biggest problem with D4C going down. <laughs> my next two like favorite stands would be either Tusk or Scary Monsters. Okay. And they're against each other. <laughs> well, that way one of them definitely goes forward. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Crazy Diamond is a close-range power-type stand with notable features of super strength, super speed, and enhanced precision. Kingdom is now face down, weeping into his arms. Like other powerful stands with these abilities, it has a short range of about 2 meters. Crazy Diamond's primary ability is restoration. It can repair objects or heal living organisms via touch. Can't heal dead organisms. <laughs> like D for C. Hold on, I'm no not. one can heal D for C. You you doing okay? Can no, you doing okay? Shut up! I'm sad. Copied from the wiki, it can repair damage, heal injuries, revert chemical changes, and complex structures to their raw components. I mean, it may also fuse objects. For example, a person with a rock. When restoring a divided object, the user is able to control what part acts as the starting points for the rest to gather towards. 
Feats of this nature include trapping an enemy by restoring pieces of a broken crate around him, exposing a stand formerly bound to an object, and tracking by restoring a severed hand, forcing it to seek out and reattach itself to the body from which it was cut off. Damn, I only just put together that Kira's hand is what they used to originally track him. That's pretty woke. I'm back, by the way. <laughs> um. Wait, and... Crazy Diamond's ability cannot heal its user, cure illnesses, as the victims are not considered damaged, retrieve things erased by the hand, or restore life to a dead organism. That's for gold experience to do. <laughs> That's for the next JoJo. Yeah. I, I mean, Bukarati's soul didn't go to heaven yet. Not until I get to him. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is also an A. Uh, yeah, I mean... It's just cool and good, and it does cool things with, like, reattaching and seeking out the original user. Yeah. And he uses that to go real fast. I can say it now. What? He uses it to run away from Highway Star, and he's going to run into a baby in a carriage and the baby's mom, and so he fucking punches the motorcycle into the air, punches it apart. Does a flip and then reassembles it and lands on it and keeps driving. It's the coolest shit in the world. It is, but that's also the, the episode where he steals a phone and the phone <laughs> breaks. And then instead of repairing the phone with Crazy Diamond, he steals another phone. Yeah, himbo energy. We stand Josuke. <laughs> fucking idiot. He is. But yeah, Crazy Diamond's ability is an A. The versatility is an A. The versatility is definitely an A. It's one of the more versatile stands in general. Yeah. Understandability, I think it's a B. Yeah, just because not everything is immediately obvious with like, re like flying toward each other to reattach with not being able to heal yourself. Yeah, and I think the death thing because like later in JoJo's that is kind of subverted. Yeah, it's Remember? it's a plot convenient rule, and that's it. Yeah, which I mean JoJo's is full of, but we're here to break it apart. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still like just like D4C broke apart when it got hit by. <laughs> And it's well by ball breaker. It didn't. D four C was like it was just spinning, but it just kept reattaching to new funny valentines. I kept killing them. It's just spinning. It's chilling. Oh, uh, um. Yeah. So understandably, it's a B. The reference is the multi-part composition "Shine On You Crazy Diamond" by Pink Floyd. How is that it was a Prince song for some reason? And, yeah, it's because Joe Skay looks like Prince. I understand that. Well, we, we've said that to each other. We haven't said it on the podcast yet, also, motherfucker. Also, it's because I'm dumb. I'm not a huge fan of it. It was all right. So, as we all know, I am the disrespecter of songs that are over 10 minutes long. Same. And these are two tracks that are over 10 minutes long. Like 15 minutes each. But it explicitly states its specific parts of a composition. Like, the first one is parts one through five, and then the second one is parts six through nine. So, I respect that. Just like George's Bizarre Adventure. There's no part nine of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Not yet. And it's parts one through six, and then part seven and eight. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. Just like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I I like it more than I like other multi-track compositions, but I think it's still a C. It's, yeah. I was going to say D, because I don't like it, but C's fine. You can say a D. I'm not gonna. I think C's fair. More fair. I think I'm just salty. That's fair. We and our listeners all respect each other's taste in music. That's one of the core tenets of the show no that we forget to talk about. No one has to respect my taste in music. It's fine. <laughs> like I said, I listen to fucking lo-fi rap. Damn, I can't believe lo-fi, hip-hop, anime girl to relax and study with died. No, she came back. She has another test to study for. <laughs> Damn, good for her. Shout out to Bill and Rev. 
Yeah. Shout out to Radiant Sunflower's characters, Bill and Rav. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and let's talk about X Factor, which is an A. For Crazy Diamond? Yeah. B. It's a JoJo stand, but it's like one of my le- less favorite JoJo stands, so it's like, eh. Okay. I think it could be cooler. I agree, but I think it's still an A. I give it a B. Let me tell you what Hey Ya looks like. Isn't that my job? No, it's your job. Hey Ya looks like a dude. Hey Ya is a little boy. Hey Ya is a small, (laughs) roughly humanoid stand. Its head looks like an upturned metal bucket with a hinge section for the mouth. There are malformed, uneven holes in its face that serve as eyes. It wears a wreath of small, hollow green cylinders around its head that looks like a Grecian Olympic wreath. It has sharp teeth and piercing-like studs along its upper lip. It wears gloves and has some semblance of other articles of clothing, though they are hard to describe, as it's not really fully shown and is rarely seen in the manga. And it's colored brown. He's a little bucket boy. Little bucket boy. I think its appearance is only a C. (laughs) Fuck you. It's at least a B. He's cute. He's kind of cute, though. He's adorable. He is. He looks like a little fucked up guy. (laughs) He's got a lot of, like, weird, like, uh, like, Island Misfit Toys looking ass. He does. He looks like he would be a character in that movie Nine. Yeah, I never watched that, but I always thought like the the commercials were cool. It did. It was all right. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about it now. The mismatched eyes are real cute. They are. I, I think a V is good. Tell me what it does. Heya is a good friend. <laughs> Heya is a good supportive friend. And that's all the power you need in life. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Heya has no real ability. It just cheers its user on. Yes. And it gives advice. And Araki specifically said that people thought... It was luck. It it gave him good luck. Araki specifically said it does nothing, but the user is just inherently lucky. Right. And it just gives him advice and says, good job, dude. You got this. (laughs) It just puts the user in a good mood. I fucking would love that. Shout out to wanting Hey Ya in my life. <laughs> Shout out to living dopamine machine Hey Ya. This is fucking great. Ability? A. Ability's an A for sure. Alright, listener, we know ability would be either not applicable or E, but fuck you, it's an A. Oh, did you say ability's an A? Did yeah. I agree with that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, have, I also have A, yeah. Good. Good public speaking and the ability to help a friend through a hard time is really the greatest ability of all. He has good. He has good versatility is an E, though, and you can't fucking tell me otherwise. Fine. Understandability. A. A. He's just like, yo, do this, bro. What is there to understand? He's just a guy talking. He's <laughs> just a guy talking. All right. 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 Yeah, uh, reference is Heya by Outcast, and it's a triple S. I fucking love it, and I, like, when I was a little kid, I, I would, like, listen to Outcast. My mom would put it on, she thought it was cute that I liked it. It's good. That explains a lot. Fuck you. It explains your good music taste. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's an A, if not a triple S. It fucking whips. Everyone should listen to, uh, this, is my, this is your homework for the week. This is uh, music recommendation time. Not the spe- not this song specifically. Hey, I'm out is really good, mm-hmm. but the Mr. Game Watch music, Flat Zone Two, Hey Ya, <laughs> the remix. That's the real jam. That's a good jam, and fucking Triple Q's mashup of the Skullgirls theme and Bombs Over Baghdad. I, I don't remember. You showed me that, and I don't remember it, but I'm assume it's good. It's good. So yeah, reference is big, big good, and X Factor is also an A. 
S factor border on S. And hey, I beats Crazy Diamond. Hey, I beats Crazy Diamond. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I won't accept another one of my sons to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no way it doesn't, right? Yeah. I think that's the episode then. I think we're done. Sticky Fingers beat D4C and made Kingdom Sad and Heya beat Crazy Diamond and made us all happy. I'm going to go home and cry. No, we're going to record another episode. That's what that we said last time. And that didn't happen. I mean, we could not. <laughs> That's what we said last time. <laughs> we got drunk. Um, Next episode is California King Bed versus Superfly and Actung Baby versus Hermit Purple. Two Joestar stands. Fight it out. <laughs> Ashtung Baby from Shizuka Joestar and Joseph Joestar's Hermit Purple. Hermit Purple. I'm gonna win that. Me. We all win. Yeah, we win. (laughs) Listeners, you win. If you're a patron, you win double. Yeah. You got that good George content. You get more George content this month. You objectively get 50% more episodes per month. Yeah, you're right. If you want 50% more episodes a month, um, $1 a month gets one more episode, which is 25% more episodes a month. And $5 content uh, gets you the George <laughs> content, too. Um, don't cut this. $5 patrons get the George content, too, which is really fun to do, actually. It was a lot of fun. It's, and <laughs> it's way more fun than I expected it to be. <laughs> you can you can find the link to our Patreon on our Twitter. The Patreon is patreon.com slash standoffpod. Our Twitter is patreon.com slash standoffpodcast. There's also a link to our Discord there where you can come and talk to us if you want. Play Minecraft. Play Minecraft. I was about... I had all the all the, the, the blaze rods I needed, and I died, and I didn't know where I was, and I got mad, so I didn't play for a while. But I'm playing it again, so I want to beat the dragon. Damn. You know, that's just going to make people tell you to turn keep inventory on. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I like Minecraft. Do you want to be found on Twitter? No. Okay. Find me on Twitter and and tell me why I'm right about not turning keep inventory out. There's not playing Terraria. At Tachyon Kingdom, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N Kingdom. (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at Real Katsune Miku. That's like Real Hatsune Miku with a K instead of an H. Our music is Mad Rock is Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. And I think that's all that we talk about. That's it. We're done. We're done. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, until next time, stand proud. proud.